Where wow, we? welcome to How to Be Unpopular. We got oh. Kevin Dowling, Joey, and Todd. Hey. Oh my goodness. It's been oh so my long. goodness. When was the last Actually, one? I looked it up. The last time I spoke with Kevin was five years ago. Isn't that Almost, insane? Yeah, a little over five years. October 2015. It's just before everything changed. Yes. A lot <laughs> has changed. A lot has changed. It's been a good five years. I joined the five years. What did you join? Patreon? Uh, the Dad Blading <laughs> Cup. Oh, I saw it, Kevin. Oh, shit. Thank you for joining the, the Patreon. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was happy to do it to, to watch your Eon review. Oh, yeah. Well, we can start by talking about that if you want. But, um, um, I think you, <laughs> it was super positive. <laughs> yeah. Glowing review. Glowing That's review. That's all I will say. Yeah. I will say I think you would enjoy those skates. I think so, too. I, yeah. I, I'm fairly certain that it matches the exact kind of skating that I do. We'll talk about that. But I was going to say, yeah, I joined the dad blading club in those, in those five years. So I yeah, feel congratulations. lucky now that I knew what all of the dad stuff uh, is about. Because before you intense, would talk. Huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But all of the cliches are true. I'll just mm -hmm. quickly say that all the cliches are true. You enjoy your bits of freedom a lot more. Uh, and then you kind of reflect on how you had so much freedom before and you should have done way more with it. Uh, yeah. But that, I think becoming a parent is important to, oh, and that your parents, all the advice that they tried to give you oh was really God. good. But I think as a young person, you're just not supposed to listen and do your own thing. But as you become a parent and get older, you're like, oh yeah, they did just want yeah. the best for me. And they were looking. <laughs> they cared. They knew so, what they were talking about. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. dude. So many times where like my son does something uh, out of line or even positive that I'm like, God damn, dude! Like this is he's me and all the things my dad was trying to get me to do or understand, and I blew off. Like would have helped me grow so much faster. But yeah, like you said, probably best that. You know, we go out on our own and figure out our own way. <laughs> and That's if, how it works. You just yeah. don't listen to your parents. No. Nobody does. Nobody does. But so much amazing shit gets made by young people not listening to not only parents, but adults. So, I mean, yeah. thankfully, we, I think if I would have listened to my parents, I would have played hockey and had some kind of a mental problem that I didn't choose rollerblading over <laughs> hockey. So I was trying That's to true. please my parents and the coaches and stuff, you know? And yeah. there would be no how to be unpopular, no mushroom no. blading, no okay <laughs> buddy, no better than baseball. Just just some boring hockey guy in Canada. Yeah, rollerblading might be completely dead right now. It probably would be. Because <laughs> that's be the only reason it's still alive is because of Joey McGarry, on the Joey McGarry's videos. <laughs> No, I, I would say if Canada didn't exist, rollerblading wouldn't, would be smaller and very specific. Dead. Dead. De dead. Definitely Well, dead. Todd, if we get the time machine, we can try That's it just... out. That would be such an interesting uh, experiment if we could pull that off. Like go back in time and blow up Canada and then see what happens to rollerblading. I bet nobody in the whole world would rollerblade. I'd watch that movie wow. for sure. <laughs> Time travel uh, scripts are really 
fun and easy. And yeah. Yeah. That you just throw a time travel thing in if you want to bend the rules of in movies. It's a great but anyways, start, you guys. Start writing. Hey. I have I gotta write I gotta write my uh, other movie first that I I have an idea for um, Edward Scissorhands mixed with the man who fell to Earth but instead of Scissorhands it's rollerblades stuck yeah, to his wow. feet he's a weird yeah I think Edward Scissorhands but rollerblades wow can, can I play can can I play Edward Scissorhands well it's not Edward Scissorhands I'm still trying to figure out how but um yeah can well, I play that can, character please you can audition you can okay. audition. I mean, if you want to, yeah, I would. I, I work really hard. Um, I give, uh, I give a lot of effort to everything that I do, and even if I don't do it first try, I'm willing to. Uh, I take criticism very well. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I'll I'll be willing to you know work with you to get the result that you need for the for your movie. Okay. Well, I'll give you some homework. Watch the movie The Man Who Fell to Earth with David okay. Bowie. Watch his performance, and then imagine okay. that mixed with Edward Scissorhands. There you go. That's okay. what we're looking I'm also, for. I'm, okay, I, I'm willing to put on a lot of weight or maybe lose a lot of weight depending on what I need to do. Just let me know. Okay, I will. You need. I'll let you know. I'll change my skin color if, if, if you need to paint uh, my skin. I don't think we want to go do there. That. We, don't, no? we don't want to go there, no. no okay, I'm just, putting, I'm just letting you know that I'm willing to do that. So Kevin and I both know that that's just not, we don't go there. It's no longer. Well, I wasn't suggesting black. I was suggesting maybe yellow or red. Mm, I think that was a, that's a bad directorial or design choice to, I think color, like a, like right away you, it's like got an avatar or. Okay. Yeah. You want the, yeah. you want the character. I was just telling you I'm, I'm willing. Okay. I, I, don't, okay. I don't need to. We're not going to go down this road, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. We did. But anyways, you guys, rollerblading. Yeah, dude. What? Yo, rollerblading? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys still Kevin's, Kevin's killing it too. I oh, I saw. How are you guys? I'm impressed. Thank you. Hey. Yeah, you're looking healthy, Kevin. Have you been rollerblading a lot? No, not as much as I'd want to. I guess that's always the answer though. I mean I I skate enough to be able to like comfortably skate. I try to always maintain at least a skill level that allows me to do you know, a torque and a topsail. You look <laughs> really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That's just being... because I film like 50 things and I wait until the very, very comfortable looking one happens. Ah. And I present publicly, but right. most of the time I look very uncomfortable. <laughs> Interesting. I would be so curious to see a Kevin Dowling, like a raw session where it shows like his first couple attempts and kind of see, see the real Kevin. Cause you're putting out that highlight. Like you said, the, the best one at the end, sure. I would be so interested. I think there are a lot of, they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I usually come back to the first or second one. But like, it's like, you know, when you watch it and it's like, you see like that minute little thing that like you want to change and you obsess over it and you can't change it. Well, sometimes you can, but I don't know. Yeah. All the stuff you put out is like primo. It's, it looks like you're so comfortable on your skates. You have like this, this refined, <laughs> matured steez. You laugh, hey. but you, you're really good. Oh, man. <laughs> I get, I still like hate how I skate, but I don't hate how I skate. I really enjoy watching 
clips of myself still. And I'm trying to get over the fact that I'm 38 and like, I don't have, like, I just skate little curves and that's what I really enjoy doing. And that's what makes me happy. And I know that like, it's hard to be comfortable with just being okay with what makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like I have to skate a rail sometime soon. So people know that I'm like capable, but all I could do Legit. is like a soul grind or a top soul or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. That's the to thing. Like, you don't, you don't have to. I you can just skate to. curbs. And I want to get to the, <laughs> it's the best. I think um, mini ramps are fine too. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I have Maybe that feeling some... too. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, for MB seven or MB eight, I have this little voice in my head that I have to do one rail for the video just to please <laughs> an audience of a couple thousand people, maybe a couple hundred who are like, that was sick. He did a rail that it's, it's good to see Joey doing a rail. He's <laughs> like, but I don't really want to do it. No, I would probably feel, the thing is though, you would feel good if you did it right. If you, you would. Yeah. So you not feel good if you ate shit though. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem for sure. I hate the first jump. I hate no, yeah, the first jump. first jump. I'm unwilling to make the first jump because it's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to yeah. like maybe not land it, but like comfortably fall or just miss, or you're just fucking done. And yeah, I, or, I just, or you might lace it. Uh, but that the first one amazing. is to lace. <laughs> a rail very nicely the first time a ledge you have a higher like kevin was saying the, the first or second or third sometimes it has that energy and feel Ooh. but with rails i find you got to feel up like the material the height there's oh. just so many variables on rails that that first one is really hard to make unless it's a down rail like what yeah. kind of rail are we talking about we're we talking handicap yeah, rail like any of them <laughs> like a down rail royale sometimes can feel really good okay. even then yeah, you might get that right. little that little catch, like uh, you might not get oh. the stance perfect. Oh, it's all about that moment, like that's that right before you jump. Like if you don't fucking believe in yourself one hundred percent, that's the thing. You're in trouble. That and is I don't the believe secret. in myself one hundred percent on rails. <laughs> I don't even. There's not like even at like skate parks, like like down rails, down banks. I just look at them and I'm like, nope. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, after you still skate those. Uh, I haven't hit or wait. I don't know if I've hit the you twelve. Skate the that one rail all the time. Todd, Todd, oh, I don't it. know if it's all the time. See, you this guys is both hit it. Come on, I've I seen hit the it. down rail once in a while. See, and after thirty-five or going into forty, that basically counts as a street rail for us. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It, it basically is. It's just a <laughs> low stairs. street rail. Yeah. Ugh. The Blazers 12-step, it's legendary. It's the Kamloops Blazers 12-step. It's sponsored by the hockey team. It's amazing. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Wow. At the top, on the, on the stair, it says no the way. Blazers 12-step. That's a little plaque. Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. How long has that park been there? This, that's the best park in the world, right? The, the greatest skate what, park What, like 16 it. years, Joey? 2005-ish yeah. it was built? Yeah. It yeah, it's so it's actually fun. old now. Like when it was first built, 
it was incredible. Like it was so smooth. It's very weathered now, uh-huh. which I'm not complaining. It's still an amazing park, but it is very beat up. <clears throat> it's an old ass park. Not even sandpaper. Like there's parts of the park, the cement is like chunked out. Oh, like God. stuff is unskatable. Yeah. It's it's dealt with it's like, 16 it's like Canadian winters. Pretty oh. yeah, it's worse than a lot of street spots in areas. Yeah. It's the rugged. old park is street and the new park yeah, is somewhere right. between the two, but the old Camelot Skate Park is it's basically street skating. Street. How old is the old skate the old park? 26 or 25 years around that. There's That's a great wow. Park. There's a famous story of uh, Tony Hawk going to that skate park, like the old skate park in Kamloops, and saying like, "This is terrible. You guys need to get a new <laughs> skate park because it's just so bad." <laughs> That's the and best apparently, kind of park. Yeah, apparently they had a design that was really sick for the park, but lawyers came in and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. This is way too dangerous." And everything wow. got scaled back. Oh, man. Yeah. Does anybody else skate there besides you guys? Some little kids <laughs> on scooters sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah. S- skateboards don't work very well on it because the, no. the creases between what, where the transition would normally be flush, there's like yeah. giant holes. So even for aggressive, um, I almost kind of load it. Yeah. I almost quit rollerblading for one day trying to skate that park ante. I, <laughs> I filmed that video to show like how the wheels hit the transition coming off the pyramid. Kevin, are you are you skating flat or ante in those in the new Kaisers? I'm skating flat, but over the last couple of weeks I've skated like five different frame setups. So, is this a skate crisis? What's going on? It's so I believe that my skate crisis has been um, solved. I'm Ooh. pretty sure that the Colt boot is my favorite boot of all time. Like so, I don't, but I have to figure out the frame now. Like I like symmetrics, I think the most, but they're really hard to get and they're so expensive. Like I tried to buy some last week and they sold out in like a half a day. Like they got like a limited run in because of manufacturing issues and they were literally gone that day so like i missed the opportunity to buy those cracked my old ones and then the fluid fives take 60s flat and they're like 50 bucks so i was like i'll try these and so far so good i have a few issues with them but that might just be me not the frame so you tried what all skates yeah did you try yeah the skates, I, I still like have a pair of shadows just because like I skated my shadows the other day. The only complaint I have about the cold boot is that the negative is tiny and I really, really enjoy doing negatives. <laughs> so I keep some shadows around just in case I like just want to go do negatives. Shadows um, are the negative skate. It's fucking ridiculous, but they're also like, like after getting used to skating a solid boot and then going back to shadows, it's rough, man. Like I kind of regret like leaving skating shadows <laughs> because now I don't enjoy them like I used to. Like I don't know. There's just something about like when you're completely comfortable in a shadow. It's I don't know. It's a great feeling skate for, for edge sure. grinding. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't I haven't tried the the new shadow 
Shadow. Shadow is now shadow. Shadow. Right? So shadow. did you try the shadows, Kevin? I did. I did try the shadows. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like the liner. I liked what they were doing. I think that with certain sizes, it would work. Like in order for me to, I think in order for me to actually skate the skate and make it feel proper, I'd have to move the, the cuff out all the way, which makes the cuff go out over the back wheel. It like comes out over the sole plate. It just looks terrible. Like I might not notice it when I'm skating, but I won't even skate it like that just cause like aesthetically, when I look at the skate, it makes me want to throw them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like they don't come with a heel pad because the new liner is so big and the liner sat on the back lip. Like there's that little like lip piece on the back of the cuff where the oh, yeah. um, little heel pad used to go. Yeah. So the back of the like shoe sits on that little lip. And like, I don't know. It just creates some like weird like heel lift. Like I had heel lift in shadows, which was fucking strange. Oh yeah, that's terrible. Because um, that was like the, the benefit was of it. shadows. Yeah. Was your heels just so locked. Yeah, and then like you hear that noise, like you're like, all right, I'm gonna try these. I'm gonna go back out, and, like excited. I'm gonna jump on negatives, like I would a soul grind. And then you hear that noise they make, and you're just like, ah, it's just gross sounding, you know? Mm. Like they clank the, all the clanky, like loose sounding metal and shit. Like they, I don't know. Mm. I wonder how Shane Coburn feels about Shadow. Oh, probably uh, doesn't feel or think about it very often, I imagine. I'm picturing the closing scene in, in Smell the Glove where it just flashes his evil face. <laughs> <laughs> was that, Man. I think that was Brain Fear Gone, wasn't it? Or words, it was one of the mind game videos. I, I thought think. it was Smell the Glove. Oh, was it Smell the Glove? Okay, well. I don't know, I might be wrong. I'm not always the best, but yeah, Shane I thought Coburn. at the very end it flashes his face and it's like evil lighting. Blown out? Yeah. Oh, okay. It could have been smelled the glove. I wonder if like uh, 2021. We should Instagram that one because it's good. That's just a good that one. flash of his face. I think we were doing a commentary and we forgot and then it happened. We just start, ended up laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it still had the <laughs> in, intended effect that he wanted. With uh, the how weird 2020 was for rollerblading and people coming back. I yeah, wonder like, if you guys on Instagram the other day. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I was going to say. Oh, um, you guys had some comp. Did we? A comp? What? Hello? Try again, Kevin. I think we're. All right. All right. You guys had a comment. It feels like Brandon Campbell or somebody like laces some trick and skates by some dude in all gray. Like triple XL sweatpants. <laughs> Latimer. You, oh, guys yeah, was... are, you guys are like, look at that comfy dude. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, that outfit looks so good right now. Like, I just want... it, was, it was Dustin Latimer giving Kevin yeah. Gillen a five. He was so comfortable that he so only comfortable. moved one of his legs. Yeah. Reached, he still had his hand in his pocket. He reached one hand out and then he kind of did like a yoga thing where the other leg balanced him out. <laughs> And then he, he went back to being really comfortable. And I was telling oh, Kevin good. that we use the word comfortable because of Kevin. Like we ended up using comfortable way more. Like saying, I am comfortable right now. 
or you look comfortable on that trip. You feel comfortable? If you are comfortable and you feel really comfortable, then that's oh. a dope combination of comfort. Oh, man. If you feel and look comfortable. <laughs> Did Dustin, Dustin might have even had slippers on. Probably. You remember the <laughs> slippers phase? Like, we would just like always in words. slippers. It was the it's best. smart. Dude. Like, yeah. Just, you're outside and you're fucking comfortable. You have your slippers. It's a good. It's a good idea for skating. Like if you leave the house and you're carrying your skates and you have got slippers on that you can just oh. slip on and off. That's a. That's a Bro, smart move. The new intuition fucking slippers. Holy shit! I have those to are, try those. So dope. Did you get them? Man. No, but my homie Mike McMullen got them. And I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, yeah, I got the new Intuition slippers for Christmas. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I thought he was talking about liners or something. And then I like saw him on Oak City and I was like, whoa. Like they look very, very comfortable. Yeah. You know? They're like little Intuition boots. Yeah. Like if somebody saw you walking around in those, they'd be like, man, he looks pretty fucking comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Those look <laughs> More comfortable than slippers or slides or flip flops. Yeah, they have like fur in them and shit. <laughs> but they're like kind of like loud. The fucking yellow ones are so hard. You're like obnoxiously telling everybody how comfortable you are. Like I'm fucking chilling, bro. <laughs> the bright comfort. Yeah, I like I'll how they're yellow. Some. I'm gonna order yeah. yellow ones. Gotta do it. And it's confusing that they're called a slipper because are they for outdoor use? Well, they're called the après booties. So they're for oh, after okay. a day of skiing or snowboarding. Ooh. You take them out of your car. Skating? That, I mean, well, we're, we're adopting them. Skating is adopting them. So Okay, fine. But they weren't made for skating, but they will be popular in skating because I want a pair. If you I mean, can go from an intuition liner in your skate and then put on an intuition shoe or boot or slipper, whatever it's called, yeah, then you're really killing the comfort game. Oh my god. You're going what? from comfort to comfort. Constant. constant I still it's constant comfort. <laughs> we should start a brand called Constant Comfort. <laughs> oh my god, I would buy everything. Just nothing under extra large, dude. The softest <laughs> materials. Constant comfort. <laughs> only the softest materials all xl great beanies (laughs) kevin what uh products have you been supporting and representing outside of uh boot we didn't finish talking about all your boots so what clothing products have you been Mm. supporting and representing i've been trying to support as many as possible (laughs) i wish there was more product honestly soft goods like there was like an overwhelming amount of soft goods for a long time and there was like backstock and issues with shops not being able to sell it but now there's like not enough you know muzzle muzzle's I good always, always buy muzzles product basement basement sick them <laughs> make cool stuff i wish i could skate their skates more than anything on earth <laughs> um ghetto community you know those dudes are dope i want to buy some fucking uh ooh, unlimited minutes okay 
Um, got that, that pop-up as well. Too Easy. I oh, want to buy Too ooh. Easy shit, but they only make XL. <laughs> That's not comfortable. <laughs> you need a double XL? Yeah, dog. Oh, double not XL. Okay. Double XL, baby. With the fucking collar cutoff. Um, I don't know, man. Power slide. I bought a bunch of power slide shit. I've been doing fitness skating. Kind of trail skating. We have a bunch of like really rad trails all through like Metro Atlanta area. So I bought some um, power slide next with the three by one ten frame, the longer one. They make a short one, not a long one. Um, how do you how do you like those? I think they're really fucking great. They're super comfortable. They come with a good liner. Another uh, gift from the Canadian rollerblading culture. You know, everybody's liners are now really good. <laughs> um, they're great, man. I have hydrogen wheels on them. Tom Heiser, like I shot some photos uh, during the pandemic for rollerblade and sent me a bunch of wheels. So I have these 110 hydrogens. I had no idea like <laughs> how much better of an experience you could have with a high quality uh, large wheel. Like it make for street, it's whatever. I, but on like when you're skating 15 miles, like you can really feel the difference on like how much less energy you have to exert when you have a proper wheel on your skate, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah it took totally. me a while to figure that one out too. When I first started using speed skates, I would use the stock wheels and then I finally bought aftermarket ones and it clicked that, yeah, way less energy, yeah. more cruise, more coast. The hydrogens are amazing. Really more cruise, good. More coast, yeah. So what was it about actually the- actually have more coast. Oh, you actually have some what? Some 60 millimeter uh, hydrogens that I want to put on, but I'm, I'm skating uh, some wind brand wheels right now. It's my boy, Julian Baugh's company. Nice. I enjoy all of the things that he's doing in his team. It's very comfortable looking when you skate. <laughs> it's like <laughs> number one criteria. You must look incredibly comfortable and cool to be on wind. <laughs> it's uh, Bobby and Julian and Yuto. Oh, that is a, that is a solid team. Like, that's a comfortable solid, team. Solid, very comfortable. Fucking Yuto, dude. Bobby, what? Wow. Those dudes Bobby looks sick. very comfortable in his Very movement. comfortable, he does. Like, he it's doesn't crazy. need to try very hard to do really incredible things. He just chills and is comfortable and then he does it. Well, he does down Kangs and they look good. You're right, you know I mean? down like, Kang. The Louis Zamora like, style. Like just kick oh. down instead of out. Yeah, he does a lot of things that that you wouldn't think would be good, but he makes them look good. Yeah, dude, I yeah. like that guy. Yeah, I like it when people do things that you wouldn't think are going to be good, but they're good when they do them. Like a yeah. like a like a stick man. Like I saw Anthony Potier do a stick man fakey five, yeah. and you wouldn't. If it's written down, you'd say, oh, no, that's no good. But the way he did it, he made it look sick. It made you want to do a stick man fakey five. Yeah. Yeah. He's confident in his uh, stick fives. Yeah. And the down kangs. And the down kangs. They can they're be sick. They can. 
Who else yeah. down kanged besides Zamora? Did Gar Eric Garcia had <laughs> Eric Garcia almost had a. I'm trying to think. He may have had a down kang or like a curved. It wasn't straight. It was kind of yeah. curved and down. Am I thinking that right? I feel like he kind of wrapped it around his other leg a little bit too. Like yeah, you're right. Like, he did a wrap kang. Wrap kang. Cross kangs. Wrap kang. Cross Luke kang. Broskow did a Lu kang very recently. Bros it was, yeah. He does the perfect sideways, like the actual Lu kang. Like nobody can do it like him. On street. Like the fact that Alex can do that on gaps without launching and like get his foot out. Like Alex is fucking better than everyone. I mean, he really brings it out yeah. and brings it back in. Yeah. It's pronounced. It's on pronounced purpose. Kang. Alex yeah. Broskow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Ryan goes Scott. from a safety to a Lu Kang and back to safety. Yes. Before yeah. he lands. Yeah. Has there on like legit gaps? Yeah, no launch. You're right because a Lu Kang is much easier. A Lu Kang 180 with a launch is much easier to control the in and out. Whereas if you have to jump and control the in and out, you really need to know where your weight and balance are. Alex yeah. is really good at that. There hasn't been a, a solid Lu Kang conversation. I'm sure vert skaters talked oh. about proper and solid Lu Kangs, but in terms of a street Lu Kang. Yeah, uh, there hasn't been a conversation on what people really like about Luke Kang. Roscoe, yeah, watch Roscoe. You remember that that fucking Josh Petty forward Luke Kang? It was like a oh. straight jump forward Luke Kang off BG that little seven. bank. BD oh. seven, dude. Ooh. Straight Kang. Yeah, straight Kang. The, straight Kang. Straight Kang, dude. <laughs> it was off the same foot too. It was off the foot that yeah. he rode up with the bank, and then he kicked it out and kind oh. of like wrapped the foot. Wow. That was sick. That While was incredible. Very, in army pants. Baggy, was it army pants or sweatpants? I thought he was in baggy army pants, but I might be mistaken because he baggy wore Baggy army pants, baggy sweatpants. Either way. It's just sick. great. Great pants. Yeah. Fifth so, Elements. Yeah. A very comfy skate. Yeah. I, I loved um, this year that so many things, uh, the people came back to skating people who wanted the fifth elements back for so long. Was that this year or last year? I can't even tell like that. Um, when I think of the beginning of the year, the them 909 came out in like May, but that feels like two years ago in our current time that the 909 came out this year. Um, Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, this year, 2020. In spring it wow. came out, but that feels like two years ago. So I was going to say the fifth element. I just love that people are coming back to skating and they are like, holy shit, you can buy fifth elements. Um, yeah. It's so sick that the, the culture is so varied and wide now in a way that it had never been before. Um, yeah, so if someone is in, people, if people love Josh Petty and VG7, you can get the fifths. You can get yeah. the army pants, you can get a basketball jersey, and you can do oh. the one the one footed Luke Hang at the skate. Oh. Find a bank, Damn. roll off the one foot. Maybe stretch I mean, a little bit first though, probably. Yeah, get, get loose. Stretch. And or or you could get the Shima You're right. Pro oh. boot, which is available oh. now in twenty twenty. Might be sold out. Yeah, maybe I have probably some right is. there. I'm looking at a pair right now. They're beautiful. Do you have them? I haven't. Whoa. How did you like them? Have you skated them? I haven't skated them. 
I couldn't decide if I wanted to skate them or not. You know, wow. like I so got they're them just and I was like, they're just mint. They're just mint. Wow. Get, I want to put them in a glass case. Yeah. Like you know how people put basketballs and shit in glass cases. Yeah. Like I want to take the frames <laughs> off, have Shima sign them, and oh. have them on my mantle. Yes, like, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shima. I do. It's one Shima. of the first skates outside of the first time I wanted to do that was when I saw those Arlo follow skates was the first skate I almost got just to have sitting somewhere but the I love that the Shima I think it's gonna spark a whole thing with yeah companies reissuing skates because it could even be sold out but the success of it was insane yeah I mean it's one of the best looking razors probably ever made I mean I'm it's kind of weird like the Colt boot used to be that it was the boot that you could get any part or any shell that you wanted like there was always availability and i don't know if it's like the pandemic and everybody's starting to skate again or whatever but like i went from like casually being able to order 129 dollar pair of shells whenever i wanted to them never being in stock so yeah stuff comes in and just sells out it sells out but the first like when i realized like i don't know if you guys had this moment but like during the pandemic you kept hearing about how roller winning was back and all these people were skating again and TikTok dance videos with skates were like popping off. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like, this is so cool. I'm so happy for everybody. And then like, I went to order some skates and there weren't any available. And I was like, fuck this shit. Like, (laughs) who are these? I can't get skates. Like, fuck. (laughs) They got to make more shit. They got to make more shit. I was listening to, I forget who was talking about. There was like everybody, Jake Ellie, yeah. I think he was he was talking about like how all the manufacturers and shops are taking these big risks right now, and there's been like a conversation, I guess, like globally about like what kind of increase in quantity that the shops and manufacturers are going to order for next year because they don't yeah. know if it's actual sustainable growth or not. That's man, what it a makes cool me happy to-, to have. I'm happy I'm just a consumer though. I, I would be stressed yeah. out about like, I did that meme where it was like the guy, pre- there's two buttons and it was order oh. some skates and order a shitload more skates. And that was back in, <laughs> that was when it was first happening. But yeah. the reports are that it's still going, that it wasn't just a, a mini boom for a couple months, that it really seems like more and more people are coming back yeah. and buying yeah. skates. It's I, happening. I was skating yesterday. Like I went, there's a, like this basketball court up the street. We have a bunch of boxes up there and I like randomly like four rollerbladers showed up that were sick and had like adapts and like nice shit. You know what I mean? And they were doing like legit tricks. I did, I, two of them, I didn't even know, but that's so cool. Like I can literally drive around that spot. It's up the street from my house. So on the way home, I'll pass it now because like, nine times out of 10, there's somebody up there, whether they're quad skating or like aggressive skating or just weird. like learning. It's, it's so weird. Like to have people just show up. I was like, I, I actually left. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so used to just skating alone. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Too much pressure. I, like, I toughed it out for a minute. You know what I mean? Like I was like, all right, I'm going to skate with these dudes. Like this is cool like great like that there's more people now and i i made it like 15 minutes 
It might just fail to the there's another there's like two or three like DIY it's all these basketball courts like they took the hoops off of our basketball courts Sick. um so every one of them is now like a a little DIY skate park which has been fucking awesome yeah that classic so cool. uh IMYTA spot is a DIY now isn't it well so they, that's yes but they brush it out like once every other week so like people bring shit up there it gets really fun and then they get rid of it all which sucks like for a minute there was like five really really fun things there and that place is fucking amazing because it's covered it's the like the concrete that they use for uh garages you know like that really fucking smooth stuff um it was wonderful and that was like another place where you would like bump into people like people would just be up there like quad skating around like rollerblading or whatever and it's been fucking weird there's like this huge um every thursday night there's a rollerblader named richard williams he skated for k2 uh, he was like a ambassador for them he has this really he does this cool um series called stupid dope yeah on stupid dope where he like travels around and like skates and enjoys like local cuisine and whatever it's fucking rad but he started a thursday night skate at this like brewery district um, on the west side of Atlanta and I like I saw a video of it and it looked like there was a lot of people so I like went to one and there was like 150 people and like <laughs> like practice rails there's like dance skaters fitness skaters aggressive skaters like everybody just vibing and like there's a really cool beer shop there so I like walked over I didn't skate because I just wasn't skating that day um and I like went to buy some beer and like while I was in the beer shop, like four or five people like skated in to buy beer, like very casually, like chatting with each other. <laughs> it was the fucking strangest thing I'd ever seen. Cause like they didn't, I like none of them knew who I am. Like people that like, they didn't know who I was, which I don't, I'm not trying to sound like arrogant or whatever, but in Atlanta, like I've skated for a long enough where like most people, I know them and they know me. And there was, I was fucking amazing. Like I wasn't a part of it, but I was there and I could participate if I wanted to. Um, like, yeah, like 150 to 200 people just vibing music and not like, like I, <laughs> I saw this one <laughs> dude that I like know outside of skating that like, um, he designs most of the run the jewels merch and fucking album artwork and shit. Like that guy was just chilling with his girl it was like quad skating. Like it's, it's just fucking weird. It's like actually accepted again. Like, but like these people that I'm seeing at these events are like people that I would see at like, I don't know, different music events and like the cool, like hip shit that's happening in Atlanta. And then now they're at this like skate thing every Thursday. And it's, it's fucking mind-blowing because the whole world's been so like distraught and negative and bad and it's like hard to be happy right now you're like it's like almost like disrespectful to be like joyous <laughs> but skating is just fucking crushing <laughs> yeah it's, it's like i don't know everything on earth sucks except for well not everything but you know what i mean like yeah. at large society is crumbling things, yeah. it seems but skating's like thriving it's not true we we haven't experienced this massive like there aren't these parties in in Kamloops you know like 
right. Joey and I are still just skating by ourselves. But the one weird thing that has happened, there was that quote in Black Market where Arlo was giving that interview and he, and, and he had a line, he said, no one's giving you a high five on the street saying that's cool. On multiple occasions, I've been skating and people have walked by me and looked and been like, cool. Like <laughs> they've actually had that reaction. Dude, hundred percent. And it's, it, it's, it is weird when you're used weird. to people just clowning you for years and years. And then all of a sudden it's, it does feel very accepted and people are like, they're cool with it. It's we, it is really weird. Oh, my, my, you guys know who Trace Taylor is? Of course. It's like rejects fucking, that's like my best friend. Like we work together and he skates. He like just got, um, the road, these wheels. Like first he bought, like during the pandemic, he was like, I'm just gonna get some fucking rec skates to like roll around or whatever. His girl bought some Impalas. Um, and she's like, high-end fashion photographer does like Nike and Adidas campaigns like super fucking cool like for her to skate is like a whole awesome thing in itself but like Trace got the uh he got some rec skates the the fucking Impala not the Impala the Majestic 12 whatever what the fuck is the Majestic 12 called it's not the aggressive skate Majestic 12 yeah isn't it the Impala no, that's the fucking cold dude that the skateboarder is. There's the, oh, there's the, well, for Rose's, there's the fifth element and the M12. And then there's just the Impala for, Impala skates is the rec skate. Right, so the, Trace bought the M12, it's the rec one with the 80 mil, like, a fixed frame version. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to, like, skate around with my girl at the tennis courts. It ends up that the, like, closest tennis court to our house, or to their house is, the one that had these boxes on it that are now on the basketball court next to that. Um, and he like could not help himself, like just started fucking doing machios with these 80 millimeter, like the old school fucking no soul plate things. <laughs> he lasted like a month and then he ended up ordering some, some of the Buios, like the yes. super fucking crispy new Rosies. Yes. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just like crazy that like, like it's not like, a, like he didn't force his girlfriend to try skates. Like she started skating because she was seeing skate content in like a different way and wanted to roll. Like she knew that Trace skated, but like she like wanted to try skating because of other shit and like got yeah. Trace back into skating. I feel like the, there's a big boom in the, in the, with females um, yeah. with skating. And it's like roller skating and a lot of girls uh, rollerblading. And yeah, dude. that has a lot to do with it. Like when, when guys can go out with their, with their girls and they're into skating. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the whole like young group of rollerbladers in Atlanta, not young, but the, the people who are younger than me who are not young anymore. Um, like all of their girlfriends, they have like a, a skate crew. There's like four or five of these, of these, they call themselves the quad broads, I believe. <laughs> and they go skate more than we do. <laughs> like, yeah. They have like an Instagram account. They go to skate parks. Like they're like so fucking stoked. They like talk, like you'll be around them and they like talk to each other about, it. it's fucking crazy, man. It's like, it's so rad that like so many more people are experiencing this like, 
joy, you know, this like yeah, fun thing where you rollerblade around or roller skate around. It's cool. I'm happy for the world. <laughs> it's very cool. I, I think did, it's going to continue. I did oh, see so. um, in Kamloops that one of the tennis courts that we skated one day uh, just about a month ago, there was a guy on a skateboard and one of his girlfriends was on rollerblades and one girl had roller skates. They were like the Moxie or Impala. And it was the first time I had seen that culture land in Kamloops, which means it's got to be huge because I have never yeah. seen um, that like the Moxie style roller skater girl look in Kamloops. And yeah, they were yeah. skating one of our tennis court spots that, that's usually dead. And I had this moment, I was like, should I go and say hi to them? And then I realized how old I am and I'm like, I'm just going to skate by myself. No, but it was so cool. To see. I am. But it was, they were like in, in their early twenties, it was a dude and two girls. They all had different, different wheel objects in the tennis court. And it looked so like perfect thing to do on a winter day where the ground had dried up. And I think it feels like it's only going to get bigger. And it feels like there was some action sports God in the cosmos that was like, should I press the button and make, rollerblading and rollerblading cool again should i press it and then they pressed it in march or whatever and it was like it just keeps going some weird in, in like in pop culture too there's it's all positive like rollerblading is being represented as a normal thing not 100%. as not as a joke it's not rollerblading. yeah she has for a while i think too yeah that's you think that kanye is gonna like just start like obsessing over like I hope that he like just like grabs her skate and is like I can make this better <laughs> oh we lost Todd again <laughs> no he's back, I'm back. okay like imagine uh, if, if Kanye, Kanye if Kanye starts producing rollerblades that would be fucking wild right but that's like Amazing. not out of the I mean I'm sure that like Kanye probably follows Brain Dead. <laughs> There's gonna be easy skates. They're gonna be he, very. It's coming. Two things. He copied. <laughs> really comfortable. He copied our thumbnail. Remember that, Todd? He copied our thumbnail. He did. His album art yeah. was straight up copied from one of our edits. I posted it's the true. side oh. by side comparison. Yeah, he cop. He follows us. Common. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I loved how close those easy samples were to. They looked like Intuition liners. Liners. Yeah. Hundred percent, dude. And in Back he's to the watching. Future, he's watching. The Marty he's McFly shoes right in Back to the Future looked a lot like skateliners. That that is, that could become, a thing. Damn. The blank liner is going to be the one, huh? Tom was adding that. Yeah. Tom tried to. It's still a cool liner. I think it's just hard because the, the soul. Like, that's the difficult part, right? To make the the soul actually be comfortable enough to walk around and it's also just weird like how high a liner is i think this this decade there's going to be some crazy things that happen yes and then it's going to be it's going to become kind of normal you know like you're going to take it for granted but it's going to be really crazy you watch shit is going to happen this is just the beginning 2020 is just the very 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 beginning I know, man, because the fucking numbers are going to come in. Yep. And there's going to be people that are like, oh, we should make money off of this. Yep. And they're going to start manufacturing their own shit. 
it's gonna be more and more events more and more comps more and more people posting shit on their instagrams and it's just it's just the beginning it were some you know mike colliner is he's from pittsburgh super rad rollerblader um he's a designer architect and he works for a firm that's doing the redesigning uh public parks in atlanta right now and so he uh, he's doing a bike park right now with like the like you know, little whoop to do fucking mountain bike stuff um yeah but we're <laughs> we've been chatting back and forth uh ever since like we saw the like that big skate night that i was talking about like they got kicked out of a parking lot and we were talking about ways you could make it legitimate and so we were trying to do a pop-up skating rink with like music and advertising and all these things. like i can't help like my ambitious self can't help but like start thinking like bigger about the opportunities that could become in skating you know so i you know it's just cool like you can actually think like that when you talk like when you yeah. speak about it like we we talked to the the person that owns the property and they didn't shut down the idea right away. Like that same property owner, um, during the pandemic, I was kind of thinking about starting a skate shop amongst other delusions I was having during the pandemic. Well, we're still in the pandemic, but during the lockdown. Um, but I had talked to that, uh, property owner. It's like this, there's this thing called the Beltline in Atlanta and it's an old train track it's out of commission and it goes around the whole circumference of the city and it attack it, it connects 26 different neighborhoods and so they're paving the entire thing they've paved like half of it and surrounding um that path they've built up like the development is insane like all of the property values skyrocketed every like brewery and good restaurant like everybody wants to be by the belt line um and that's where this West End Brewing Park is up there the night skates at. So I hit them up uh, to talk about possibly renting space or a skate shop there. And they were like super enthusiastic about it. You know, and they're like, oh, that would be a great fit for what we're trying to build over here. And we would love to have that kind of product available to our consumers. And um, that same person was the person that was like willing to consider doing a pop-up like skating rink in their parking lot which is wow it's just i don't know like there's thinking of it right now, now it's like very normal but like three years ago like no fucking way like you right. couldn't you couldn't even think exactly. like that because like it taking the risk like for anybody it was hard like wasn't realistic no. but yeah those opportunities are available in, in so many cities like along these belt lines or seawalls whatever they are in the city you know, having a place for people to rent skates or buy skates. I mean, that, that's a, a plausible, you know, business idea. It could actually work. How fucking sick is that? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's amazing. uh, Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like these, these, a lot of these options, people are going to start actually doing that, that, actually start creating shops and then skates are going to be more and more accessible and normal you know a lot of still a lot of a lot of like you know skates are are still hard to find there's still 
a lot of places where there is not a shop, you know, and that's important for people to be able to try on a pair of skates and see what feels good, see what's comfortable, you know, find what fits and then, and then make their purchase. And and having those shops are going to increase the numbers so much, get so many more people into skating. Oh, maybe that means more shell sizes. It will. It will, Kevin. (laughs) Quarter sizes. (laughs) Dude, that's the other thing about Colts. My foot is a 290 millimeters. It's a 295 skate. Like, what size size is that? What size boot are you, Kevin? Oh, it's a 1011 shell. Um, (sighs) Yeah. Like the them. Like the size then that I skate is two centimeters longer than my foot. Whoa. Which that's, ins- that's problematic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not good. That's not that's, ideal. No, I tried and I want to skate bends so fucking badly, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm also 38 and I want to. Yeah. It's got to fit. When I put my skates yeah. on, like it's got to feel like it's attached to my body and I can do exactly yeah. what I want. You can't support and represent if you're not comfortable. Comfort is the key component to supporting and representing. If you're comfortable, exactly. then you're going to support and represent. But if you're not comfortable, you cannot support and represent. That's correct. But I can still, you know, have got hoodies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can support and represent through other means. Yeah, you right. can... But the skate has to, it has to fit. You can support and be comfortable but to represent and support and be comfortable you need something that fits the first game yeah. the trifecta that's yeah. all three yeah Man. i was gonna ask you about um is his name julian garcia yeah leon that guy's amazing and where did he come from or i can't he's a Grand younger Park. guy he lives he lives in my neighborhood i think his i think his father's from Argentina or his, his family's lineage is on his father's side, I believe. It's Argentinian. So he came from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and he's the fucking best. He's like the nicest guy, super fucking intelligent, skates really rad. Is like I don't know, like I you know, dealing with like being like an older person. Uh when I go skate with Julian and Lewis. Lewis just moved here um, from Miami. But those two dudes, like, they make you feel extremely comfortable when you go skate with them. You know what I mean? Like, they voluntarily film you and, like, give you props. And, like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, gen- genuinely hyped on skating. And, like, they're encouraging they're not, of you? Of everyone. Like, they're. I don't know. They're just fucking really rad dudes. Like, hold on, man. He was hazed pretty hard by, like, Chris Smith and David Sizemore, Carson. Like, he kind of came up under them. He was, like, the young guy that skated with those dudes. And they were fucking tough on him. They made him go hard. Like, they, like, pushed him to do, like, all kinds of crazy fucking hammers and, like, um, but, man, he's so good. He has, His style is so cool, man. Yeah, he has a style <laughs> that reminds me of the like older skate videos, but then he has the newer style. Yeah, like, he reminds me of Bobby or Nick Labar. He has a little bit of that, but then he has like pictures of him or 
it looks like old skate yeah. magazine photos that he's figured out the secret sauce or spice on tricks. I don't know. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he, he's taken like a piece of every part of skating and like magically made this superhuman. That's something <laughs> sick. Something that I joked about in uh, MB1 was that rollerblading didn't really have a culture yet, that we kind of like jumped the gun on that. And then some things like the Shima skate or skaters like, is it it's Julian, not Julian? He goes by either one. It's, it's, it's Julian, but he, he's like fine with Julian. We call him Leon. Julian sounds really sick. Julian. I like yeah. Julian. Julian. That's dude. good. Julian. Yeah. But seeing him skate or and seeing like the Shima skate come out that it's a 20 year anniversary skate, it's like I, these things remind me. It's like we actually have a culture and a history and different styles. We have so many amazing skaters that I often forget about certain people when they release new stuff. Like it's hard to keep track of how much amazing shit is coming out for products and videos. That it's just this history. flood of like. As somebody who's getting into skating now, just the stuff that they can discover, the backlog of videos and skaters and styles, it's insane. And it's something that, yeah, we didn't really, we obviously didn't have, uh, we, we hold that one era of skating so dearly. And it's so funny that, again, VG20, that back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. And that was like, it was like fucking like three years later or something yeah. and they were already trying to be nostalgic and all this shit and it's like they were like 22 yeah <laughs> oh man yeah yeah everybody thought they were old when they were like 25 it was like call yeah. quit <laughs> old now yeah. that's what this kid at the skate at the up at the uh boxes up the street from my house yesterday this kid's like 25 and he was like Oh, I'm fucking sore, man. I'm getting old. And his body was like, whatever, man. You're only in your mid-20s. And I was just like, <laughs> you lucky little shit. Like, I'm 38. I still feel decent. But if I would have, like, known at 25 that I wasn't fucking old, I would have, like, actually cared about or appreciated the fact that I was in, like, such better shape. Uh, man. Yeah, how, how's the body feeling after like a uh, maybe like a one hour grind box session? How does the body feel? It feels good. I it could feel better. Um, I've been doing other things outside of like grinder bleeding to try to like build up muscle and dexterity. Yeah, Relax skating probably helps a lot. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. you were posting like um, cruising videos. It's cool that. Um, you're kind of like sharing your exploring on YouTube. Yeah, that was, I was, I was like rewatching that this morning because Todd had messaged me and was like, we haven't talked in five years. And I was like, what the fuck have I done in five years? But like the cruising thing during the lockdown, I started to watch so much YouTube content about rollerblading. Ricardo and Brandon Drummond and fucking Twib and you guys and jake ellie the, all the shit they do for uh loco skates like i just started watching it and i was like really inspired by it and i was like wait you can just share like you don't have to like put together like a hard ass section on street like you can just be like this is you just it's something to like document and watch and like show your friends yeah. especially in that moment that we couldn't see our friends it was like this is like 
I'm just skating down this like trail and it's really fun. And it's like how I'm surviving this fucked up year, you know? Yeah. Like, I had a moment yesterday watching that uh, Joe Atkinson vlog where he was at Estrogen's house with Rob G and Miguel. That that edit, I think I enjoyed that edit like more than you know. It was in my top five of the last six months. Like it was, there's just a joy came through where they were like calling out tricks, like Rob do a zero alley miz. Yeah, it just captured like that fun session with your homies so well, and I felt like I was like I I don't know I picked up the vibe of of that joy. Yeah. I was really jealous, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was so good. Well, yeah, like that they've built like her. I can't like Moxie, man. Wow, like what a fucking story. Like the fact that uh, uh, it's hard not to be pumped that she's like has a like appreciation for rollerblading and that she was a rollerblader and she like understands the shit we've dealt with and for her to have this platform and not be afraid to like include us in that platform is like we're very lucky that she's inclusive of us yeah that's that's a big thing for us what a cool it's a big thing for rollerblading that (laughs) that roller skating and rollerblading aren't like at odds anymore it seems like awesome we're all friendly and you you choose the technology that suits you and there's no yes. like oh rollerblades that's lame because there was that like 10 years ago roller skaters would like mock rollerbladers i think just because yeah. they didn't want to be lumped in with the same that's group as rollerbladers like skiing like, what the f- you're making fun of like the wheels are in a different configuration and you think yeah. that's lame like i'm yeah. so happy that it's not like that anymore so am i man it's i love quad skating like, it's really fun to watch like i've there's like a very long history in Atlanta for quad skating and skating rinks, like yeah. dance skating and shadow skating. Yeah. Like a much more robust history than probably we have, you know? And now for, for dancing, roller roller skates seem to be a better technology than rollerblades. Yeah, like the the foot movement. Because it's more like thing. stable and like yeah. for for dancing it seems to work better. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's yeah, there's some really good dance videos of roller skaters now and you're just like I went and um I participated in a few protests uh over the last couple months. <clears throat> and one of them was um put on by skateboarders. There's like this skateboard shop in Atlanta and they like been at odds for the entire time I've been alive basically. Um and it was, there was probably five of us that went to this thing. There was like two or 300 skateboarders and then like five rollerbladers. And it was like, they know we like, we, but it was bigger than skating. So we went to like, just participate in this protest, you know, and like stand up for what we thought was right. And uh, we skated and it was like super positive. Um, I mean, like mashing through the city, bombing hills, like everything was good. There wasn't any like tiffs between us because everybody understood like the bigger picture. And then there was a video on like a big, uh, like a social media account in Atlanta. That's like really popular and they post all kinds of like just memes and they poke fun at Atlanta, but it's really funny. Um, And they posted a video of like everybody bombing this big hill by the stadium. And I was in the video 
bombing it amongst all these skateboarders. And like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a protest in the name of um, standing up for um, black lives. Like, has not, like, it's just skating, but it's about something much bigger than that. And like the fifth time that man was like, I would have shoved that fucking rollerblader on the fucking ground. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> oh man, like, that's so intense that like, <laughs> even in this like super important moment where everybody has put aside their differences to, to be like a common voice for a very important cause, that some dude's still just like, fuck rollerblading, you know? It's like, it's like the uh, last acceptable um, <laughs> form of hate. You're allowed to hate rollerbladers. You can't hate uh, like people based on their skin color or their sexual <laughs> orientation, but fucking rollerblader. <laughs> like, why would you want to hurt me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a on dad. Your side, bro. I'm a 38 year old dad. Like, I just. <laughs> But I, I went to a quad, like there's a, a, a skate dancer in Atlanta. Her name's Skate Fantasy. She's like a quad skater, super talented, like really rad dance skater. And she put together uh, a similar protest through the city. And it was mostly quad skating with some rollerbladers. And I went to that and it was like, it was my first time being kind of ingrained on like a, any real level with that culture and it was so fucking awesome to see all the similarities and differences that like rollerblading has with quad skating um so it's like it was like i think that for the quad skaters it was like freeing to be skating in the streets like it seems like quads have been confined to rinks for so long and now like quads have this new like breath of fresh air by being able to get in the streets i don't know if they're like using soft urethane or whatever but i don't know it was like super positive it made me want to know more about the history of skating in that you know, wheel formation in atlanta or in general you know but i wouldn't have had those thoughts two years ago when right. like todd was saying like we were at odds for whatever reason yeah so, good on good on jen or not Jen, Michelle for fucking bridging that gap. It seems like she's like the force. It seems like she's the force behind that. You know what I mean? Big time. Yeah. yeah. And Miguel. Yeah. Good on them. Good their fucking house. Are you kidding me? Like with Rob G and Joe. What? Who doesn't want to be there? But those yeah. awesome human beings. Like every single one of those people is so sick. Ripping the mini. I have a mini in my backyard in pieces right now. Really? I do. It was gifted to me. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to make it wider. It's only 12 feet wide right now. And I'm going to make it 24 feet wide. Sick. I'm pretty excited. What's yeah, your favorite coping trick, Kevin? What's, what, what are you excited? What posture? while sliding, are you excited to do on this mini first when you think of it? Probably sweat stance for some reason right now. Ooh, damn. It's the only, I don't sweat stance on anything except for mini ramps. I can say that too. I want to do a sweat stance. 
there's something about rolling up to the sweat stance yeah, that feels a lot more natural than having to like jump onto a ledge or yeah. I don't do many sweat stances, but I'll throw them on, on a quarter pipe here and there. Yeah. 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 Oh, and there's certain yeah. moves, there's certain moves that feel so much more natural to do on a, on a mini than on like a ledge. Oh my God. Like it's I can so hit like fun. an alley-oop fish pretty consistently on a, on a mini, Same. but not, not on a ledge. Like it's so different to jump onto it's so it. so different. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Alley-oop top horn too is like any kind of alley-oop top size I love on mini ramps. But I fucking, yeah. the scariest shit on street. I guess yeah. it's because you're coming at like you're halfway into the spin already, you know? Yeah. You're not feels, doing a 180 yeah. into it. You're doing 90. <laughs> and there's less of a like slam onto it. It's just, you're there, you're right level with it. And you just put your feet in the position and you slide. It's yeah. like magic. It's very cool. Yeah. So is there going to be a family session uh, over at the McGarry's house now? I'm I'm long is, overdue. Is, getting, is it getting added to the to the the lineup? Oh, I haven't even put that together in my head. I I'd have to ask the creator of Family Sessions if I could make a family session outside of his family sessions. But it would have to. That would be very sweet. But I better get an invite. Yeah. See, <laughs> I imagine we're overdue that I have to integrate my family session into Todd's family session. But I right. I should make a family session with just Frankie and I, but I think we have to do the that would be very one cool. first. Todd always like when they happen, it's short notice. So I'm always on dad duty and I haven't yeah. made the, the mental leap yet where I would have Frankie and like the worlds I've kept very separate still. So yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to concentrate on skating and feel as free with my kid there. Todd's really good at That's it. That's the thing is you can't, you can't be as free. <laughs> Because you're dadding and you're skating at the same time. So you need to be, be like less like selfish about it, you know, which is hard sometimes because you want to just focus on your skating, but you have to like take care of the kids when they need taking care of. And then when they're occupied together, then you can do your shit, you know? Yeah. See, but I'm like, it's an interesting experience because it's not all about you, you know, like we get hyper-focused on like ourselves when we're out skating. We're like, we want, we want to kill it. <laughs> it's all about me, you know, but when you're dadding and you're skating, skating is like secondary <laughs> to well, making sure the little humans are okay. Yeah. Carly's got the angles. Carly's got the angles. Yeah. She Ooh. films. Wow. Yo, I fully thought the you filmed all of them, Joey. I honestly thought that. She's killing it, dude. Yeah. Well done. She's, she's got <laughs> the eye. She kills yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. I should I have know. just taken full credit and said that I do <laughs> film them. But I, I'm talking about being selfish. I would have to insert myself into it somehow like Dap uh, if I was filming them. But yeah. I think there was one that, yeah. that Joey filmed. I think you've, or maybe a couple. Oh. Yeah, you've been I, guest filmer yeah. on a family session. But I would have to skate in Over. it. See, I'm so selfish that uh, I do have to try the family session thing. But even I love solo sessions. And then if I'm with Todd, we're filming and working on a project. Uh, and I've been doing that so long that I'm actually bad at skating in groups now. Because oh, yeah. my skating is so goal-based when I'm 
by myself and it's a different pace with Todd. It's the energy is really high for filming. So yeah, I've like lost the ability to properly skate in groups. It's like a skill that I, if, if like we're not filming yeah. anything or it's a weird thing. Do you have that? Yeah, I definitely have that. Like, well, I'll occasionally, I, I very rarely go skate with people. When I do, I, I feel so awkward. Because <laughs> I know that like the only thing I show people about my skating is me by myself obsessively doing like three or five tricks, but it's taking me an hour and a half to do those things. So I feel like I have to like live up to that. Like I, every trick has to look rad and be hard <laughs> when I'm around everybody else. I forget that they also are imperfect. But yeah, I get really uncomfortable and I just try to, I do like soul grinds and drink a beer and laugh with everybody. I get very easily distracted by the comedy of skating, like just like being yeah. around everybody and like joking around and talking shit. Like I, it's, man, good times. And I think that's the thing is you have to lower your expectations about the actual skating and it's more about the hang, you know, it's like, that, yeah, like exactly. you said, you do, you do a soul grind, a Mizu and you share some laughs and it's yeah. less like about focused shredding you know right yeah. and that's okay sometimes I think it doesn't so. always you don't always have to kill it yeah <laughs> or do you I, I don't know those dudes are my, the guys that go skating with like fucking kill it dude but are they probably i don't know skating's weird it's like i see them do like a soul grind i'm like god damn that's how you soul grind you know and then like i do it and i'm like man i hope that was good enough Oh, my soul guy. I'm old. They're fucking, you know, I don't know, man. I get too in my head when I'm skating with people. Yeah. By myself, I'm like, fucking, I feel great. I don't yeah. care how long, like, it's just a great feeling. It's interesting. A lot of people can't skate. I was talking to Leon about it, and I was saying that Joey just excels like crazy when he's by himself. Yeah. He skates so well solo. And Leon's like, yeah, I can't skate solo. Like, I'm That's so crazy. used to skating with people. Yeah, that, like I'm used to kind of having an audience. Like I can't, right. I can't just wow. do it all. And it totally just depends on what you're used to. I feel like when we were teenagers, we were probably so used to skating with other people that skating by ourselves would be impossible, or like right. pushing ourselves alone. Yeah. Like no one's even here to watch me. Why would I try? Right. <laughs> yeah. But as yeah. old as like dads we're so used to like you know getting that little window of time where we're free and we just oh. go by ourselves that we get used to that and then the social aspect gets weird i think it'll come full circle maybe when we're like 50 60 and yeah. we're like more social with each other we're always getting together with the other old old dudes yeah get more used to skating like in groups again i hope so i think it's so. fun to be able to enjoy it i like i want to like it <laughs> But it's like I like I just can't do it, man. Like like when those dudes rolled up the other day, yesterday, it's like old me would have been like, "What's up, guys? Like, let's be fucking buddies and blah blah." blah. And then I was just I don't know. like like that limited time that you have when you're a dad. It's like this actually ha there were like three. I went to three different places yesterday, and fucking the first one, rollerblader showed up, and I was like. Very happy to see if there was a world leaders there, but I also was like uncomfortable and wanted to go somewhere else. So I went somewhere else and this other place is like this little like plaza, um, but there's like a playground next to it with these bells. And this fucking 
like it's right like right where the ledges are when this like mom and this kid walked up and like started playing the bells and i like immediately got upset by that and like left <laughs> so then i fucking went to this third place and the worst possible thing happened like i'm sitting there i was like looked at it i was like all right there's nobody here like this is sick i'm gonna be able to skate this like and i skated for like 15 minutes and it took me so long to just figure out that I wanted to skate the simplest thing that was there. Like I was trying to do this like other bigger rails and shit that was there. I was like trying to like do too much, you know what I mean? But then like I figured out that this little like five foot long coping ledge, it was like the most fun and I could do the most tricks and feel the best about skating. So I finally started to get loose on this little box and this fucking skateboarder shows up. And I immediately, like, didn't even look at him, like, sat down and took my skates off and, like, put my shoes on. And he walked up to me and he was like, hey, man, like, I didn't mean, like, you don't got to, like, leave or anything. I was like, nah, man, like, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really, really enjoy being by myself. But I'm happy for you because now you get to have this for yourself. And I bailed. Wow. Like, I... I have so little time to myself, you know what I mean? That I can go skate. It's like, I don't want, like, I just want to skate. And I want to like, all my best friends live like all over the world. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get my little shit, get my clips, put it on the internet and like celebrate that with my boys, you know? <laughs> like, that's where the celebration happens for me now. It's like when Mike McMullen like sees my clips and he's like, hell yeah, that was sick. Like. That makes me feel so fucking good inside. <laughs> but yeah. like the sound of that skateboard, like it was like this auditorium. They're so loud. Like I like watching <laughs> skateboarding sometimes. <laughs> and like I forgive skateboarding culture for its fucking insanity towards us. But the noise that it makes still like. That click it, like hits, it hits something deep in my soul and it turns me into an animal. And yeah. Like, I think a I lot of rollers can relate anger, to that you know? sound. Yeah. You do yeah, a lot like better that. with that, Todd. I think I, I do experience the rage, but I try to hide it. I try to, I make it a part of the challenge. It's like, you like, like a big 540. You're like anger 540. <laughs> yeah. I try to like ignore it or just work with it. Because really, like. We got the indoor and I, I remember how excited you were to skate it. We got that little indoor in Kamloops and I didn't even want to go to it because of those sounds that I'm, yeah. I love skating when it's quiet. It's, oh. I relate to you so much on that, Kevin, that the, I've been at the skate park just fully in the zone and then one or two people show up and I'll leave. <laughs> yes. That's why I go so early in the morning. Like you have to go early because 10 30 11 o'clock that's when like the timer starts ticking like somebody's going to show up at 10 30 11 o'clock you know what yeah. i mean like any time before that you're golden you have a cup of coffee relax warm yeah. up slowly Ooh. yeah that's Think good that's good. those are good times oh. oh and it's not about not liking the activity that shows up it's yeah. it is about that time is and that zone is so special like breathing in a breath of fresh air while you're putting on your skates and there's nobody oh. there in the morning. You're drinking a coffee mm. and you're oh. just like slowly cruising around. It's one of the best oh. things. That's is, church right there. Put your keys in your shoes. Just like, oh. Oh. Let's get it. Ah, Let's get it. The keys in there's the no shoes. better feeling. 
why is nobody wow. put that in an edit? Why is the, the keys in the shoes is so real? Like, yeah, hide, hide the keys. Yeah. I always put the wallet and the phone in the shoes. Wallet, phone, key, shoes. No one ever looks there. No, no one's ever. ever stolen anything out of a pair of shoes, ever. I don't think that's ever happened. Small. You're not going to reach into someone's shoes. No. What are you, an animal? This is a safe space. It's like a fucking... I can have $500 cash in my wallet, put it in my shoes, crowded skate park, not even think about it. Exactly. Man, yeah. It isn't, it isn't, you're right, Joey. It's not about like, I don't dislike everybody else, but it's that time is so important to me that like, I just want to be alone and like, quiet and the calm is so amazing. Todd's had to deal with that when we're out filming. He sees my little quirks here and there of uh one really weird thing or sound can bother me it happens for when we're filming as well but yeah Yeah. and i i feel the same um irritation i agree that it would be ideal to have quiet and nobody around for sure but i also look at it as like a a mental exercise to deal with those distractions and because that's out yeah. of outside of your control, right? There's going to be click clacking of skateboards sometimes. There's going to be kids hitting bells and things. And I have the ir- the the response to irritation, but I'm like, I need to learn to enjoy myself regardless, and learn yeah. not to let that thing bother me. I guess that's my my state of yeah. mind. I have to suffer through it. <laughs> no, that's a good that's a good way to handle it. I, I, uh, and pretend like it doesn't bother me. Right. I am pretending, Joey. It bothers me just as much, but I just pretend like it doesn't. You're really I good at to... not putting it out into the universe then. Yeah, I feel like if, I pre- if you fake it till you make it, if you pretend that it doesn't bother you, then it goes away quicker than if you dwell on something bothering you. Right. I never get past that point. <laughs> like, I can't, like street like... skating. Hey, street skating, there's going to be I distraction. A lot of distraction. I if like you go to like a busy place. You See, know? I can fuck with that. I like, I like those distractions. Like I, I like being in the city and like the cars and the noises and the people and like all of that. I love, I like it when people look at me crazy. Like I, I really do enjoy that. I think it's just the skate park. I've like s- spoiled myself so much by going early in the morning that I don't want to make the choice to deal with it. I want to make the choice to leave. <laughs> I got, they invited uh, Julian, no, sorry, Lewis and Julian Bach invited me to the skate park the other day. And it's my favorite skate park, this little place called McCoy. And it was like two, but it was like a Tuesday. So I was like, ah, I'll go. Like maybe it won't be bad. And like two of my homies were already there. And I literally like skated halfway <laughs> down the sidewalk and saw like five other not rollerblader people in there and like just turned around, didn't even say hi to him <laughs> and just left. Like, <laughs> and I texted him and I was like, oh, I had to bail, dude. There was other people there, you know, like. <laughs> wow. I'm just a fucking curmudgeon old man. Like I see it, I'm like, rawr, rawr, fucking rawr, rawr, and I leave. I relate to this strongly. I've driven up, I've driven to the skate park before and uh, this giant skate park, the greatest skate yeah. park in the world. There'll be four or five people there and I'll be like, no, I'm going to go skate the yellow curb by the school <laughs> instead. 
<laughs> you get angry when you pull if it's like before eight o'clock in the morning and I go to the skate park and somebody's there, I get fucking infuriated. I'm just like, what? 7.30? Like, I was just listening to the best music. Coffee is kicking right now. Like, and you roll up and you just see this person there and you're like, <laughs> it depends on the mood. Why are you at my skate park? Like, it is, hey, yeah, when you, dude, <laughs> when you pull up, when you pull up to an empty skate park, oh. okay? Nothing better. You're just so happy. Like, it's like, the, oh, mine. Look at this place. Yes. Nothing's yes. going to bother me. Quiet. Uh, you can wax things. You don't feel bad about it. Like, just wax the shit out of it. Oh, I love it. It's fucking... <laughs> Plastic, you know what I mean? More friction. Gets hot, soft. You gotta wax that. Ooh, for sure. How are you doing for time, Joey? I have to get back to toddler dadding. You gotta take off. I wish I could go was, more, but you guys, you guys can stay on for a bit if you want. Well, no, uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, I just wanted to share one thing with you guys. Uh, okay. You guys recorded a podcast. On December 21st, 2014. Wow. And I listened to this podcast sometime between Christmas and New Year's of that year. And Kevin talked a lot about not drinking. Ah. Oh, that was, yeah. a, that was a big topic in this yeah. podcast. And that podcast was a huge catalyst for me to I did, uh, I had a new year's resolution. I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink for 2015 for the year. And I did that and I felt so good that I just kept it going. And like to this day, I haven't had a drink. Wow. So that was, so I wanted to say thank you. That podcast was a huge catalyst for me. I remember listening to it and the words, like I forget exactly what you guys said, but it had a really strong impact on me and it made a lot of sense that I should like stop this bad habit that I have. Cause I was drinking very excessively um, like by myself and using alcohol as, as a crutch. Anytime I was stressed, you know, I yeah. was just numbing out my anxiety. So that has had a really awesome impact on my life. So Thank you guys for that. That's amazing, man. Right on. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. Fucking amazing, man. And That's you got so even cool. you got even better at skating too. This is true. I bet you feel so fucking good. Like, do you drink a lot of water too? Lots of water. Yeah, lots of coffee. My coffee intake, you know, is pretty absurd. But yes, yeah. I drink a lot of water. I replaced drinking with exercise. Wow. That's, so, uh, that's been a lot incredible better. Incredible choice to make. Well yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome that yeah. that podcast inspired it. I find it's when so I do true. take breaks from drinking, like I'll do one month or two months, I have so much energy that it's hard to know what to do with it. So you have to have, you have to have things, exercise stuff to do because your emotions are more raw and at the surface instead of, buried down because I call alcohol is the yeah. it, it's the shortcut to the illusion of relaxation 
Wow. Right. Whereas you're exercise, pushing, <laughs> you're pushing down the things that are stressing you out. Yeah. Whereas you're if you're not drinking, out the stress, yeah. you're not dealing with it. You're not like working through it, but you're just wow. eliminating it. When you're, when you're sober all the time, you just go through, you're just, you feel the stress and anxiety and discomfort and, and yeah. lack of confidence. And you just look at yourself in the mirror. My self-confidence took a huge hit when I stopped drinking, like a few years, it took, if you look at it on a bar graph, I was like here when I was drinking. And then when I quit, I dipped for like three years solid. And then it slowly like came back up, not as high, <laughs> kind of like down here still, <laughs> because you're just always looking at your, in your, uh, your weaknesses. You're, yeah. you're, they're all right there. When you drink, it's like your weaknesses are less at the forefront and your strengths are like way up here. You just feel balling, you know? Yes. That, that was my experience. Yeah. It felt like, it's like, have I, have I always been this lame? Like just looking in the mirror, like my face, has my face always looked so like, so uncool? Dude. Has yes. it, have I looked like this forever? self-actualization that's the fucking that's a powerful the most powerful drug i've ever taken is sobriety like it's fucking an amazing feeling to face yourself every day and like it's like i i always called it the cheat code like i'm drinking currently uh, not currently but like i do drink right now um but yeah when i'm sober it's like i feel like i can manipulate and control any uh professional or personal or private relationship that I have like it's it's really an outstanding feeling to be so in control of your um, thoughts it's crazy it's weird uh success is a byproduct of being sober it's like it just naturally happens absolutely not like well, financials yeah, just life success life happens. success yeah you yeah. have so much you have that you don't it's harder to shake somebody to get under their skin when they're sober like you can't, I don't know, you're like infallible, is that the right word? Like you, you just can't uh, be fucked with. It's crazy. I love it. I should try it again sometime. <laughs> Maybe this will be the podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and be like, damn. Fuck alcohol. Uh, before we go, I'll say it was interesting listening to those wheel scene podcasts that it's a, a more of a common theme people getting sober or quitting drinking as we we're getting into that that age where for some people it's either you have the choice of of not doing it at all or going down a really weird path because life just gets weirder and darker as you get older especially your emotions and your mind more complicated so i was i was excited to hear that some people's return to skating or their success in skating was related to them getting sober, that it was really motivating for them to make more stuff. And yeah, I love that, that that's, we're all, we're so old now that there's conversations about people being sober, which was just not even in the picture at all. Isn't, yeah. We, we've been, I think we're fortunate in our culture to be able to be open about these things, whether it's like just being an animal and full alcohol guy or like recovering from that or just being in between that like the fact that we can openly be ourselves and allow people into our indulgences 
is pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 the yeah, people, I can't yeah like we're more mature. Work. We're older, right? <laughs> so we're going to have conversations that we just wouldn't have had right. 10 years ago. Um, but it's an important conversation. I think, I think some people are, they do fine drinking. It's not really a problem. But uh, for a lot of people, their lives would be so much better, you know, if they just felt the anxiety and stress all the time instead of numbing it out. They would have a closer they were, their relationships would be better. Their understanding of themselves would be a lot better. Just dealing with the negative emotions 24 yeah. seven and working through it and yeah. understanding the processes. Like there's cycles to our emotions and there's cycles to our stress and you, you can't avoid it. Right. Um, but you can learn to just accept it and understand that it will pass. And that right. it's just, it happens. Yeah, Sometimes it out, you get man. flooded with cortisol and you have an anxiety attack. That's just life. You know, sometimes you can't yeah. sleep because you're just riddled yeah. with stress. Um, and that's okay. That's every, everybody's experiencing that, you know, yeah. but if you understand that, okay, this is my periodic panic attack. You know that it's not going to last forever. You know that you're not special. You know that there's millions of people around the world having the exact same thing you don't have to numb it out it'll go away um and it'll it i've understood like okay like if you're anxious about say a job interview or like something that you need to do that anxiety is actually your mind and your body preparing for this situation so it's getting amped up like even before a skate session right. i will get really anxious I'll get uncomfortably nervous because I'm like, I want it to be good. I want to skate good and everything. I hope, you know, at the last minute I can't go. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope like, you know, I hope everything works out and I get like anxious, yeah. but that anxiety is actually my body getting prepared to like get to like um, the God mode. It's like, it's getting amped up and it's uncomfortable. So if you like, recognize these things in life as these this discomfort is just a process to like you getting better yeah you know in so many ways like discomfort is is the path to getting 100%. to growth right whether it's in your career or whether it's like physical or you know getting anxious about something that's yeah. you getting it's a natural better. process exactly Accepting that anxiety is a good thing and yes. trying to understand and process it is a good thing. Being afraid yeah. of it and fighting it can lead to a lot of different problems, but it just stunts your growth, right? Yeah. There's a quote, there's, like a, there's a quote in an idea song and uh, it's somebody's talking about they're anxious or upset or nervous. And this other person's like, you just got to jump in the river. Like just, yeah jump in dude like let it take you understand that like those Embrace thoughts it. and those feelings aren't permanent and just yeah. let it like deal with it be sad be happy be anxious or angry but know yeah. that like eventually things will calm down yeah and try not to take it out on others <laughs> when you feel like that because oftentimes yes. <laughs> you'll you'll feel like that and then you'll look around yes. at the people around you and you'll start <laughs> blaming them for how you're feeling 
you're like, I feel shitty because this person said this or this person did this. That's normal. But you have to oh, realize man. that that's just your mind playing a trick on you. And in 10 hours, 12 hours, a few hours, you're going to feel fine. And then you'll realize like, oh, that person was just like trying to have fun right. or that person was just making a joke or whatever. Right. And if you I was just out, in a shitty, I was in a shitty state. Yeah. So I was like angry at this person, you know? Yeah. Huh. Lots of things. I love your, uh, I love a, a lot of your posts are about being a nice guy. That's such, <laughs> it's important to be, a nice, to be a nice guy. I, I have it in me to be a fucking asshole. I'm, me too. I man. like, everybody has that. And it's like, yeah. The easy way out, in my opinion, is to be a fucking asshole and to be yeah. judgmental and to talk shit about other people. The harder thing is to like realize that most of those thoughts are coming from your own insecurities and to face your own self-doubt yes. and like just worry about your fucking self. And if like right. I want to change the world, I can't. But if I want to change my ability to fuck or just to be a nice guy if i just want to be a nice guy that's the best i think i can do to make the world a little bit of a better place it's true so i try to remind myself to be a nice fucking guy it's, it's a good reminder nice guy. it's important to at least try and be aware well, yeah, of your inc inclination to be an asshole it's there it's like always it's, it's like, like why i leave the skate park like when i hear the thing i don't leave because like i leave because it's making that part of me come out you know what I mean and it's like I'm gonna say something rude to this person I don't know because I have insecurities based on fucking you know all the crazy shit we've gone through with skateboarding over all these years so it's like right. if I take myself out of the equation I don't have to I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be an asshole to that person but it's you know on the tip of my tongue at all times to be didn't slow-mo say slow-mo he said, I'm just trying to get to the end of my life without being an asshole. God, that's so good. That brilliant. is so good. That's fucking perfect. That guy. And if you're in the zone, you, I don't, asshole is not an option in the zone. No, no, because you'll get hurt. You're right. I used to be able to fucking do, like, back when I was a 19, 20 year old little asshole, <clears throat> I would like on purpose, like if skateboarders rolled up, I would just automatically go do like whatever the biggest thing in the skate park is or the skate spot. You know what I mean? Like I would like try to assert dominance, like yeah. by showing that like I'm not afraid, <laughs> even though like deep down with like all of us, we, we have fears and doubts, <laughs> but I would like trying to show, show them who's them. boss around. I'm the boss. Look, look motherfucker. What? I'm better than you. Okay, let's make that clear. Okay, I'm gonna do a 540. You're gonna see it. And your 540. It means that I'm better. Okay, I'm I'm the best. What so the, just let that be known. Just okay? let's say no. <laughs> the best quotes I heard about that is uh, it was like a couple of years ago I read a skateboarder comment. It's like, when are rollerbladers gonna realize that no matter how big they go, we don't give a shit about their tricks? And I was like, God damn it! Why didn't you say that? Like. Years that could ago. have saved a whole lot of trouble for a whole <laughs> lot of people. Like that attitude is so perfect. It's like, yeah, this rollerblader went extra big. Look at us now. Look at how sick yeah. this is. <laughs> oh, look 
at how heterosexual rollerblading is. <laughs> Full male insecurity sport. I'm so glad that like we're not the dominant voice in this thing anymore. Like it's so rad that like it's everyone's now. It's not. It feels like it's finally everyone's. That it's not just our yeah. fucking weird. It's a waste of energy to try to male sort of dominance. Shit. Isn't yeah. it weird? That's when it grew. Who knew? Exactly. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. oh I got to get back to dadding now. Cool. But well, thanks uh, a lot, Kevin. Kevin, it was that amazing. Was awesome. yeah, fun. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Todd. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Physical baby. hangouts. I'm coming to Kamloops. <laughs> got to. Maybe. <laughs> We'll give it give it a decade. Within this decade, we will hang out. Decade. Within the decade. I love that. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Until then, we can just okay, like love you and guys. share each other. Love you guys. Stuff. All right, y'all. Happy Monday. Lay it out. That was fun. Bye.